Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Sampia on SAFM, weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. It is 17 minutes after 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with Miranda Jordan, founding director at Women and Children Against Child Abuse. A child rights advocacy group, Women and Men Against Child Abuse, says allowing an alleged sexual offender to be at home while fighting his extradition for the past four years while coexisting with children is concerning. The 83-year-old man appeared in the Weinberg Magistrates Court on several charges on sexual abuse against children. He's also wanted in the UK on similar charges. He's accused of abusing boys at Rondebosch Boys Preparatory School and Edinburgh Academy and I think it's Fetus College in Scotland. We are now joined by Miranda. Miranda, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. So what's your opposition to how this matter is being heard? Well, it's, it's not really an opposition. It's more the fact of Um, bringing this into the public domain and us um, being able to discuss the way um, that Mr. Uh, Ian Wears, as far as we've concerned, has been afforded certain privileges. Um, What I think I'm going to just quickly highlight to you is the fact that um, as we are speaking now, uh, we're probably looking at at least 40 complainants, that's four complainants in the UK. Um, so, and, and, and that's the extradition that he's currently facing. The, you know, when the Scottish Child Abuse Inquiry um, of 2019, that is when he was actually arrested here in South Africa after he had left, um, it was about 20. Um, but since the publicity um, uh, in the UK and then again in the House of Commons, um, we are looking at about 40. So our concerns are, are, are a few. Obviously, the fact that he was aware that he had inappropriate urges. He has, so what I'm saying to you is what he has um, said in a statement, and he has um, confirmed that he had urges to touch children inappropriately, and he did so. He then sought help after he left from South Africa and he went to Scotland and there he went into a psychiatric uh, hospital uh, for a couple of months. The um, treatment did not work and he again approached a school, a private school to teach there and, um, and, and went and taught there and carried on behaving inappropriately. I think inappropriately always worries me because when you're talking about sexual abuse we just not name it what it is Mm. when you fondle children's genitals and you fondle a child a boy child or a girl child in this case was all boy children who are around the age of you know sort of between 10 and 12 um i think we must call it what it is but he he's anyway he spoke of his inappropriate behavior and that um he he would seek help sought the help nothing happened came, left Scotland after there had been uh, uh, reports against him, came to South Africa, was arrested here and um, started fighting the extradition where um, uh, he he was wanted in the UK to answer to these numerous charges of of abuse on on very young boys. Um, He was allowed by the South African courts to um, 
according to them, because of COVID, to sit out um, his bail at home. Subsequently, a South African uh, complainant who I've been working with for the past two and a half months and who saw um, the story on carte blanche and realized this is actually the very same man who, in fact, was allowed to then, upon his return after um, inappropriately touching children in the UK, to teach at Rondebosch Preparatory School. I'd like to know um, sort of their stance on this. Uh, he was an artist there for 27 years. The complainants, uh, or his abuse was in 1998, um, sorry, in 1988, um, and uh, he was both physically um, abused in a very violent way. He was grabbed violently. He was thrown against the wall violently. He was, um, his head was banged against the wall. Um, and... Um, what uh, Ian Ware did in sort of tidying him up, uh, which is quite a normal thing, isn't it, of 12-year-olds to run along passages or to after sports maybe have their shirts out. Yeah. Um, so while uh, telling him off and doing this, he would tuck his shirt in, and while doing that, he would fondle his genitals and his bum. Okay, so now the decision that has been taken by the courts and also while this extradition application is being fought while he's not in behind, while he's not behind prison bars, is no. it your concern that he could also still be possibly um, perpetrating the same crime while at the age of 83 and at a retirement home? You know, um, I think that is not really what my concern is. My concern is about the fact that are we affording him or do we afford in South Africa older perpetrators? By that I mean when we eventually catch up with them. Mm -hmm. Certainly not while they're admitting the crime because we must remember um, 35 years ago, uh, Mr. Ian Wears would have been in the prime of his life. The man in his sort of what's it, mid 40s or early 50s, uh, uh, certainly, and 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 uh, behaving in this uh, 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 cruel and aggressive and sexual way towards children, um, are we affording him only now that we have eventually been able to uh, catch up with him um, special leeway? And uh, saying, well, we'll give you a warning, and you can be back at court because we know you. You know, we know where you are, and um, you're a bit older and a bit frailer. But mm -hmm. certainly, did, did, um, should we not be very concerned about the fact that Mr. Ian Ware didn't give a hoot about the age of the yeah. very vulnerable children that he abused? So I want the public to be very clear when they come with questions of why does somebody come out 30 25, 35, 14 years later. Well, certainly in the 80s, yeah. 70s, 80s and 90s, we didn't have a language. How would you describe or how would you even be able to speak about what was happening when... That violation, nobody... yeah. And you're still a child at the time. Miranda, thank you so much for your time. Miranda Jordan is the founding director at Women and Children Against Abuse.